Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome everybody to another special edition here on Sports Talk with Lou. And today we have the NFL wrap up, the episode for the NFL draft. But I'm so happy to have this man back on the show. But I got to give him his proper introduction. And he goes by. It's Brittany, bitch. Oops. <laughs> Hold on. It's Brittany, bitch. You see, this is why I don't come back. This guy I always fucking up. I let him control the boards and you hear, you hear that for people out there this Britney bitch always comes after the glass not before it. anyways but yeah it's your boy gave you know I'm back um obviously football football topics so I'm here um man let's let's chop it up man let's break it down let's I know the oh oh I didn't get chosen again okay cool <laughs> <laughs> 12 years in a row now that's cool man fuck me right <laughs> So what did you think about the draft, man? What, man, this whole the whole process this year was uh out of whack with COVID and there's no combine. You know what I mean? Everybody had a pro day. Um, and then it seemed like every fucking skill position was running a 4-3. Like, no way all these kids were running 4-3s, bro. I'm not even trying to sound like a hater. Um, like, <laughs> like Jamar Chase. Don't get me wrong. Jamar Chase is good, right? That boy, that boy can ball. And I was watching LSU's Pro Day, and they were talking about how he ran a 4-3-A. I'm like, bro, that was the f- slowest 4-3-A I've ever seen in my life, bro. Um, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks were running 4-5s because in in these Pro Days, compared to the Combine, they're not using the laser 40-timers. They're using handheld. You know what I mean? And the handheld's human error and all that shit. Good play factor. Um, and beyond that, man, you know, a lot of these kids in, like, the Pac-12 and shit like that, they only got to play, like, four or five games to showcase what they had. And... Um, you know, unless you were the SEC, you didn't get to really have a full season. So yeah, maybe. that's what that's what sucked. Like last year, like you know, because some of the organizations didn't want to have a full season, mm-hmm. just a half, and then so yeah, like well, it, yeah, the ACC and what other team? What other uh, the Big Ten, Pac Twelve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was damn near almost everyone but the SEC were the one that was like, all right, we're gonna hold off for a second, and mm-hmm. then. They seen that the SEC was still making their money, and they're like, "Okay, you know, let's bring them. Let, let, let's bring half of the season or right. a couple of the games." <laughs> if you're a UW, you play like two and a half games because you couldn't fucking get your COVID shit under control, which is weird being up here in the Northwest, you know. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, they get it together this coming season. But yeah, to say on the fucking the the, the draft experience itself, I mean, it's cool. I thought I'm it's glad. I was glad to have it back. Um, they had a crowd. I kind of miss, yeah. <laughs> they I, had a crowd. I kind of miss uh, Goodell and his in his fucking recliner though in the basement, just sitting down reading like late pitch because he's too too fucking tired. You know what I mean? Like last or year, he's, or he's been goddamn wiping his goddamn nose on some some females. <laughs> yeah. So, sure. so yeah. Um, uh, uh, I think we didn't know how good we had it last year when we got to see glimpses of like the coaches at their houses and shit and making making calls from like like you know Bill Belichick and his dog and like that, the, the, those things were kind of cool to see you know yeah. and, and then this year we had like fucking super fans who from the Detroit Lions like who the hell is this I didn't even know people would root for the Lions you know what I mean so um, I don't know but let's get what's up man let's get into it let's get into the meat of the discussion for for this draft shit you know yeah so uh, obviously. Number the number with Jacksonville, you know. Yeah, yeah we got we got we got talked about the top. I mean, the top picks kind of went out how they 
predicted, but I well, yeah. how I predicted because I thought my boy Trey Lance was was better than all these QBs. So I I saw him going to. That I was hoping he didn't go to San Francisco, but I was like, man, hey. if they're logical, they're gonna pick him, you know. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I don't, I don't know. There wasn't too much to think about. I feel like since he came out of high school, everyone knew he was gonna be fucking number one overall pick. Period. Um, y'all got to remember uh, who was it? I they used to be uh, they used to be the quarterback at Clemson before Trevor Lawrence got there. He he made him transfer. Something Kelly. I forgot his name. He's, he was a good-ass QB, too. He's a mobile QB and everything, but Trevor was just so good as a freshman that I know, he, he, won he the, transferred. He, he transferred like to Cincinnati or some shit. He won the championship in, in his freshman year, I believe. Yeah, because uh, yeah. his last uh, last year, him losing um, against the Ohio State, yeah. that's his first loss since like high school, they said, or something like that, or middle school or some shit. So, I mean, the boy, the boy's a winner. Sunshine of role. He, he could play. And also, he fucking... I, I was reading somewhere. I, I don't know how true it is, but he uh, he's converting his signing bonus into all a crypto investments. So, I heard about so that. He's fucking smart. I just hope yeah. he also pulls out when he needs to, and then reinvest. You know, you don't have to keep it in there the whole time. But that's that's gonna be good for him. Yeah, that is. Especially yeah. if it hits before the winter, because that shit, you know, off topic. But I, 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 you know, I'm suspecting a little bit of a fucking <laughs> crash before winter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, keep going. What did you guys say about Lawrence? You well, for yeah, um, and you, we we discussed earlier about the our like top five uh, draft uh, prospects, and I had him at number five, and simply because uh, of course he's going to be number uh, the number one pick, and the Jags need needed a quarterback. I mean, just look at last season, the year before that, the year before that, and I mean they kind of they kind of needed everyone last year, right? Yeah, I mean, and then. They were, they were one game away from the Super Bowl, and they fucking want to implode, which is stupid, but whatever. And, of course, new coach, uh, uh, Urban Meyer. So it's going to be a very – it's going to be – I – Yeah, you love them, you weirdo. It's going to be interesting, but I also want to see what kind of scheme Urban Meyer does uh, – puts uh, Trevor Lawrence in. Let me tell you right now, I think they made a mistake by picking up Travis uh, Etheny or whatever. You know, Lawrence is running yeah. back in that first round. Um I think he's a product of that system and the success they had because they had Lawrence, they had receivers like Amari Rogers. Um, they had, you know, just an overall great team. I don't know if he was a first round running back talent. Uh, then again, I'm, I'm a fucking couch analysis. You know what I mean? No, I'm saying this shit from the comfort of my own home. Um, but still, I'm just saying, like, reading numbers and uh, being a an amateur. <laughs> amateur expert you know what i mean i'd be predicting the fucking sleepers bro i was looking at my list from last year we, we, I'll, I'll matter of fact i might touch on it too just to my own horn my sleeper my sleeper picks uh from last year uh, i mean you know i'm pretty i'm pretty i got like a fucking 70 percent win rate which is like better than mel kuyper's bitch ass uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um but yeah i don't know man i just i don't have faith in Travis, uh, I don't want to keep butchering his last name, but you know who I'm talking about, man. The Clemson running back, Travis Etienne. Anyways, um, and not even that because my last year, my number one running back sleeper was James Robinson, and they already have James Robinson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Running the rock, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna blow up literally the only positive on your offense to make room for another running back, and I'm guessing to make your franchise QB feel welcome. I'm like, come on, man. I kind of. It's kind of dirty, but whatever. It is what it is. I mean, if they kick James Robinson to the curb, he's just going to find another home, you know? Yeah, that's so. true. I mean, yeah, I mean, pff, Jacksonville got what they wanted in, 
in this year's draft. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, the, he's a prototypical, you yeah. know, QB. He's like, what, 6'5", lengthy, um, not too stiff in the backfield. You could my, drop it in. My only question is because we kind of saw it, like, at the in the championship game against right. Ohio State, is will he lobby the ball when he gets pressured Yeah, like he, he like he did in the game? I think we're starting to see that with a lot of these QBs and some of these talents. Um if they've had such a hot streak of being successful and, and winning like, you know, games by a fucking margin or defense is bailing them out when they get that little bit of adversity or playing from behind, they don't, they're not used to it. Cause like, I think we've seen that with Lamar two years ago against the Titans in the mm-hmm. playoff, you know, and he, you've seen him like pretty much giving up. He's getting fucking frustrated. This year he took a shit in the halftime, whatever. And so he switched <laughs> it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what we saw with Trevor too. He's like, "Fuck, man!" They're like, we ain't. I I've never been on a team that played this shitty in a while, you know. So he's like, "Whatever, man." On to the next. Who knows? Maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, "I'm gonna be in the league anyway." So what if I don't win the championship? I already have a national championship as well. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a fluke thing. Remember, we got to remember these these dudes are still kids. You know, like they're twenty, twenty one years yeah. old, twenty two years old. You know what I mean? Like every year, these kids get younger. You younger, know what I mean? Like man, younger. like and people want to always like, criticize them hella for like not being a in the thirty year old mentality. Like, bro, you're thirty in the NFL. You're pretty. You're pretty much retired. You know, you're out the door almost was, damn near. I was looking at some of these offensive tackles, and they look like high schoolers still. I was like, right, yeah. baby face, huh? Yeah, baby face. Baby face, oh, but they're huge. They're like six seven and shit. Impressive. Hell yeah. Um, bro, what did you think about the, <laughs> the, the Jets? The Jets, bro. That's the that's the funny thing. I feel like the Jets were hot on all their picks, but Zach Wilson. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, yeah. bro? Like I was gonna touch on it uh, uh, here in a minute. I mean, we're gonna I'll, I'll touch on it deeper too. But you know, I made the little. Uh, I didn't do my YouTube video this year because uh, uh, Jesus is the NASA and we don't have a studio. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't do my my sleeper list, but like one of my my sleepers and someone that the Jets actually picked up at the safety position is Hamsa Nazir Ildi. Um, he's from, fuck, I don't even remember where he's from. FSU? Clemson? Shit, I don't know, one of them. But, man, the, the kid is 6'4", 230, and he's, he plays safety, right? He is a safety. He's listed as safety for his college team, but the Jets picked him up and immediately listed him as a linebacker because he's so big, and I'm like, that in itself... I mean, obviously not everyone at that size is going to be Cam Chancellor, but I feel like if there's someone that has the potential, and I mean, he went in those later rounds too, just like Cam, it's this guy right here. You know what I mean? He could, he could, he could, he could potentially do the same thing if he had the right scheme. I don't know who their D coordinator is in New York. I don't know anyone of Jess. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. <laughs> besides, you know, it's hella random. Besides the linemen, like I know they're linemen because like they've been picking up some pretty good linemen, but they just been letting them go to waste, which is fucked up. Oh well, they uh, yeah. The dude's name he came from the for, from from the 49ers. The oh Robert Sala, yeah, Robert Sala yeah. is, is is the main dude. Okay, yeah. yeah. So maybe I mean, I don't know. I think Sala's more of a defensive line yeah, guru just, than defensive back. I just hope he doesn't end up like like Todd Bowles. Remember, remember yeah. he was a good defensive Jets coordinator. too. <laughs> and, then, and then he now he won a championship down in Tampa Bay yeah. with Arian. So yeah, that's true. I wish him the best though. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, about the Jets, man. Um. I think they could have got they could have fucked around and made a a perfect draft class, but that I, I don't I just don't trust Zach, bro. Like I don't understand where the hype came from for Zach Wilson. Like, like when the season was over, yeah, he's discussed as like oh, but a potential first rounder. No one was saying potentially top two, top five. You know what I mean? I was, and then literally in like the last two weeks after his pro day, I was looking at a few of the experts who had their 
yeah, their top prospects. Yeah, I didn't see them on the list. I was like, damn, New York really, really. Uh, but they, but they've been to, a lot of them. A lot of the mock drafts have been ha- having him at the Jets for a while, bro. Like over everyone. I mean, when the college football season ended, it was Justin Fields only, right? It was right. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. That's all the talk was. And then I don't know for some reason Fields. Fields didn't even do anything wrong, bro. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he had a beautiful pro day. He had he had some good numbers, um, as far as their combine goes. And for some reason they're like, oh, he's an OSU QB, so we're gonna let him drop. And then we're gonna put this dude who doesn't play anyone, who UW made look like a scrub, and UW isn't even that great no more. You know what I mean? And and BYU doesn't play anyone any uh, at all right, all year yeah. long. And for some reason you guys think this is the next. Big thing. You're re- you're re- literally replacing Sam Darnold by with like a cheaper Sam Darnold. Like good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Jets see something that we don't see. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was watching his pro day and like, I mean his 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 footwork. Not to, I mean, I don't want to come off like a fucking hater, but whatever, man. This, we are critiquing the, crit- critiquing the draft um, from 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 you know an observational standpoint. And his footwork just seems lackluster, bro. Like, okay, if you're if you're going against BYU caliber defenses, that might work. And, but like, if you're in the AFC East and you got the Dolphins rushing you, um, and the Patriots who's who had the revamped defense, if they're rushing you and you're you're slow with your feet like that, like I don't think that's gonna end well for you at all. So, um, I don't know. I guess best of luck to you, but you have fun at the bottom of the fucking division again. I was gonna say yeah, because that the. The East is on the rise with the Dolphins. Oh yeah, and of course, and the Bills. The fuck Bills, up. you know, oh. coming to fruition. You guys are welcome. I gave you guys that fucking two years ago. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, in the third pick, now I had this. I had this this quarterback on my number one list. Yes, sir. He goes by Trey Lance. You're welcome. I'm sure you wouldn't have heard of him if it wasn't for me. So, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, I've been talking about Trey Lance since last year, bro. Because I. You know, they were talking about like the crazy numbers he's been putting up in the FCS, and we used to we used to discredit F- the FCS until you know, fucking um, one Joe Flacco way back in the day when he was with Delaware, he came in and you know he did well and won a Super Bowl. But also Carson Wentz went number two from the same school as a uh, as Trey Lance, and he was you know in the running for MVP before he tore his ACL the second year in. So I think all those doubts as far as the FCS competition kind of goes out the window now. Um, and I seen all the numbers and the crazy throws he was putting up and the way he was fucking shifting the pocket instinctively last year. Um, that shit is wild as far as Trey Lance goes. And everyone loves Patrick Mahomes. Everyone loves Josh Allen. Now you guys are welcome as well <laughs> for that. And I keep telling people like, yo, this dude's kind of a mix of the two because he's big too. Um, and the only thing is that the downfall I think with his hype train this year was the FCS didn't get to have a season to literally like two months ago. And obviously he opted out. He's like, no, I got to get ready for the draft. I'm not playing. So that's the thing with him. Go ahead. You going to say something about Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. Um, just from just seeing some, some of the clips. Uh, yeah. It doesn't put the ball in jeopardy. He's very cautious with the ball. He's very, uh, he's good in the pocket. You know, that's, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you like a quarterback that can, that scrambles or, or just stays in the pocket and makes the, the, well, I mean, it depends on what kind of receivers you got. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> um, who was it? I forgot whose stats it was I was looking at. It was a decent-ass QB last year. It might have been Cam Newton. I don't know who it was, but like they were getting the ball, getting rid of the ball decently, but literally everyone is fucking dropping it when it gets to them. So it's like, 
of course, his stats look like shit. He had like 20 incompletions the game. But literally, if you're watching the game, he's getting rid of it on time. But everyone is like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Sorry, man. I couldn't catch that. Oh, shit. I really don't know who it was. God damn it. I wish I knew. I want to, I want to say it's either Cam Newton. Surprisingly, it might have been Daniel Jones as well, um, which I don't, I'm not really a big fan of at all. No, no um, Yeah, exactly. And then who else was it? It might have been Tua as well. Because, you know, everyone is gr- grilling Tua as far as stats goes. And I think that might have been one of the reasons this is because Tua was throwing the people that were open, but these people were fucking scrubs, you know what I mean? And I love the Dolphins dog, so it hurts for me to say that, but, the yeah. So, I mean, and then the, the last thing that I'll say um, on my last bullet point was, I mean, he's competitive, and, you know, if I, I think uh, it's he can make it a potential rivalry with, the rest of the teams on in the, in the oh division. bro the division's gonna be fun to watch yeah. period man like i want to go back to the glory days <sighs> just all niners and seahawks up and down <laughs> like i know the seahawks only fucking only had three picks since we traded away traded away that fourth one that we grabbed for some reason and i don't know that was fucking weird of them to do but we'll get to that later um but uh yeah and then the cards had the cardinals had fucking crazy pickups bro they got they got um uh, who is it? What's the name from Purdue? Rondell Moore, I believe, who's like a really, 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 really good uh, shifty ass receiver, but he got hurt last year, so everyone forgot about him. But they also picked up uh, Zayvon Collins, the linebacker. From yeah, Wilson. exactly, yeah. bro. Zayvon Collins is huge. He's literally like a golden age gridiron linebacker as far as like numbers go. He's six five. He's like what two fifty. Runs like a four six or some shit. Like you got him paired with Isaiah Simmons. Oh my gosh, fuck us, dude. They're on the rise. Oh man! I mean, I called it years ago, yeah. right? Like you could check some of the old ass episodes. Um, it's just the way they were trending, and once they got Kyler, they locked it in. Like, all right, we don't have to worry about uh, quarterbacks no more. The only thing is, now they got to worry about who they got to cut at receiver because mm, that receiver yeah. room is packed. They got AJ Green, you got DeAndre Hopkins, you got Fitz, you got Kirk, you got Rondell Moore now, who's probably going to be a, a surprising ass rookie. Did you did you see what they did today? Um, where they traded up before the Seahawks pick was? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Like, nah, did they pick anyone? Surprisingly uh, no? I can't remember who they selected, but they literally traded to be next uh right before the seahawks i was mm-hmm. like oh okay yeah. <laughs> it was like i was like yeah, is I mean, there that's someone not, that's not what you got to do you gotta remember <laughs> you, you're playing these dudes two times a, a year you know what i mean and those are the games that really matter before the playoffs so you want to make sure you get your guys but uh but yeah man i think i think the niners had some good they've also fucking uh they picked up trey sermon too the, the fucking running back from uh ohio state oh. who would have been a fu- probably a first yeah. round draft pick if he didn't uh, tear up. He, I trust more than Travis uh, Etni, Etienne, Etienne. I think it's Etienne. <laughs> I, I trust him more than Travis uh, Etienne, and they got him at what, like the third round or some yeah, shit. Yeah, third round. But it's because he tore his ACL in the championship game or semifinals or one of those games, I believe, or broken collarbone. But one of those. I'm sorry, man. I'm butchering it, but it is what it is. It's been months that away. <laughs> it's been months ago. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think they did, they did awesome for their draft picks. I think everyone in the division did well, to be honest. Yeah, even I our just, lackluster picks. I just think that Trey Lance is going to fit well with uh, with what's the, the the coach's name for for the Niners, and just simply with what you know, he's, you know what's funny, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you know what's funny, man, is like because like I was I was talking to some of my boys too. I was like, man, I was like, I know the Niners are gonna you know they they trade up uh, to to get that third pick from the Dolphins, so they're obviously picking up a QB, and I was like. Honestly, I just wanted them to pick anyone but Trey Lance because I feel like Trey Lance is the one that's going to give us the most fucking problems for mm-hmm. for years to come. You know, what I mean, he's a bigger Russ. You know what I mean? He's Josh Allen with Russ uh, meant, uh, uh, tendencies. 
Uh, and I, when I seen that, that they picked them up, I was like, fuck, man. I was instantly upset, dude. I was like, man, this is not cool at all. And then they went out and got Trey Sermon. I was like, okay, you got a quarterback and you're running back of the future. Our only hope is Kyle Shanahan continues to be Kyle Shanahan and fucks it up himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He shoots himself in the foot. And that's what, that's like the yeah. only thing that's, I found a silver lining in. Like, all right, he's going to fuck it up for, for themselves. So, do you, do you think Trey Lance starts over Garoppolo? Nah, not at no. the beginning of the year. I don't think no. so. I think they're going to do the Patrick Mahomes mentality with him. You know what I mean? Like, oh. let Jimmy get maybe eight, nine, ten games in and, and bring him in. Kick and, rocks after. Yeah, he's like, yeah. hey, Hey Trey, we're we're like six and ten, anyways, or whatever. We got an extra game now, you know. So, say some way in the mid midway of the season, they've already they're only five hundred, right? They throw Trey in, let him see what he could do, and then you know they get rid of Jimmy at the end of the year, um, for whatever they can scraps. Yeah, it probably won't be to New England since they got uh, Auntie of the Week Mac Jones over there <laughs> with his freaking spicy ass walk, bro. Mac Jones spicy as fuck. Huh? Oh. <laughs> No, nah, there's an Instagram video of him. I think Derek Lewis posted it. He's like shaking his ass on in the speedo, uh, uh, next to, uh, to a pool and some pool party. You know, I'm like, bro, Matt Jones is wild. He's literally like a middle aged, newly divorced auntie at heart, bro. There's no way that's a 23 year old man, 22 year old man, bro. Uh, but more wow. power to him, though. I mean, yeah. top 15 pick, Bell checks out something in you. So I was, yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 I want to see what happens there yeah. with Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. Me too, man. Um, I don't think it's going to end too well because I really don't believe in Mac Jones. <laughs> I don't believe in Mac Jones. I don't believe in Zach Wilson. Those two QBs, I'm saying it right now. Was it May, 4, May 1st, 2021? Yep. I've been saying it since probably December 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't new. Um, I always believe in Lawrence, Lance, Fields, th- those three. And then I got, I got another sneaker pick here. Uh, sleeper pick, sorry. Uh, I'm, we're gonna talk about it later. So, and by the way, I suggest anybody that's listening, uh, when this gets put put out, that listen to this man because oh, man. you might want to put these these uh, these players in your fantasy football. Oh yeah, man, my rookies always remember, always do well. Remember when you put me on uh, for that one of the Buffalo Bill players? I can't remember his name. Uh, Zach uh, Moss. Yeah, Zach, Zach Moss. Yeah. I got a few points with that guy. Bro, Zach, <laughs> yeah. Zach Moss. I put, I put people on James Robinson. I put people on Chase Claypool. Like, you know, it, it works out, bro. Because you could out. literally wait till the end of the draft and you're like, oh, this fool. If he, if he does, if, you know, tr- if training camp and OTA goes right, this dude's going to be the number three receiver, the number two back. Yeah. And no one's in every down back no more. And, you know, no team only plays with two receivers anymore. So you're going to get some points with some of these uh, uh, easy ass picks. Um, but yeah, that's that's just my touch on it. And was uh, go ahead, keep going. Were, were you about to uh, review more picks or anyway? Trey Lance, also Trey Lance, but I want to say he's probably the most surefire pick in my opinion of the whole draft. For sure, for sure. So. Now, bro, uh, in the first round, literally the only position that went the highest, the tight end. Yeah, bro. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, bro. Kyle Pitts. Um, uh, I just, I just, uh, just. I mean, you can only do so much as a tight end, unless right. I feel like with, with with Kyle Pitts, unless he becomes, you know, in his prime, Jimmy Graham, in his prime, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, like he's going to be considered a bust, you know, like it's fucked up as much as it sounds. And these are literally, you could put these people are literally, they're probably all going to be Hall of Fame tight ends. You know what I mean? If you think, once you think about it, and if he, if he doesn't wind up like any of them, um, 
I know this is blasphemy, but they're going to start comparing him like Kellen Winslow, who's like fucking, he's supposed to be like the next great thing. And then he ended up being a rapist and he's like doing 20 years in prison now <laughs> yeah. and fucking scrub piece of shit. Um, but oh, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to see what they do. The only thing is, it's like you still got Matt Ryan's arthritic ass fingers thrown to you. Uh, Atlanta has some. They some got nothing. Mark. They got nothing but weapons, bro, in the receiver courts. But it's like, is Matt Ryan throwing you and your defense is giving up 100 50 points a game you know what i mean <laughs> it's almost like that wasn't the right I don't all right almost that. right but it's i feel like they just have so much needs it's like what do you do it's like it's one of those positions where you've dug yourself such a hole thanks kyle shanahan uh, that or and dan uh uh was it dan quinn or gus bradley that was there dan quinn dan quinn right yeah. thanks dan quinn um you know it's just like they were damned if they did damned if they didn't with those picks you know what i mean the only safe bet you could have done was probably maybe try to select like a tackle, but you don't really need him too much at, at like Panay Sewell. But then people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You need a, you need another weapon. Oh, you could have got, you know, Justin Fields. Oh, you could have, you know, drafted the best, I don't know, corner in the, in the draft or best pass rusher. And they didn't, but might as well pick the best on the board period, which was Kyle Pitts at the time. Yeah. You had crazy numbers. So, um, one of my other, actually, this was like my number two in the, out of my prospects that I chose with Micah Parsons. Yeah, 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 bro. And it made sense. It made sense for the Cowboys to draft yeah. him. I mean, Sean Lee, Vanderbosch, or whoever is right. back there. They're, yeah. they're they're literally destroyed. Like they they need someone young in, in the backfield. And you know he's big, athletic, speed, versus versatility. Bro, they got they got they got a linebacking crew now. If they all stay consistent, you know what I mean. That's that's the only that's the only thing with them is they got the talent. It's just they don't have the consistency to um to to be considered like the top corps uh or the top corp uh linebacking corp in the league but fuck man i hope i hope i could get it together for them and show them how it's done because jalen smith shows up um uh <laughs> fucking fender when he's not hurt he's all right sean lee's retired so thanks for your service uh i don't i don't know but I, yeah I, I do like i do like that pick he had crazy ass numbers i know last year i was like raving about Isaiah Simmons numbers at the linebacking position as far as draft pre-draft goes. And I think he's equivalent as far as like athleticism goes. So and I, we'll see. I, I said, you know, my last note, I said potentially a next Bobby Wagner, maybe. I mean, tackling for him, he's there, but yeah. like, we got to remember, that's the thing that people love about Bobby's when it comes to like the, the just tackling period and the run game. Obviously his coverage is, 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 is kind of shit. But that's why he plays inside anyways. You know, he just fucking protect that zone, protect the crossing patterns, you'd be all right. Or, or QB spy, you'd be all right. Um, but, but what Bobby is, is no matter how fucked he is, like injury-wise, you know he's going to show up to, to, you know, attack the line on on any and any run plays or any plays that's coming in his section. Um, so that said, if Micah could do that for all four quarters, all, what, 17 games now because it's not 16 games, then they're going to be good. Yeah, he definitely yeah. had the potential. I mean, shit. I mean, Bobby was a fucking, what, second, third-round pick? Yeah. <laughs> so he's already ahead of him that way. Yeah, I mean, that aspect. And then um, of course, then I my number three was, uh, and I, I talked to you earlier about this, was Najee Harris. Oh, yeah, Alabama. bro. You know, he's sneaky, elusive in spaces. Uh, he's a good pass catcher, too. Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, people, there's a bunch of comparisons. They want to put a uh, with him, and I see him one, one running back. Everyone seems to compare these young kids who could 
run and catch the ball now too. Is they just it's lazy of them is they instantly go Alvin Kamara. Like, oh, this guy reminds me of Alvin Kamara. So I'm gonna be lazy and say <laughs> my comparison for Najee. <laughs> Najee is Alvin Kamara. And honestly, he's the only one I think that that, that probably pulls as many correlations as, as Alvin does. I mean he's he's shifty, he's speedy, um, and he runs like a fucking animal too, you know. So uh he reads well too. That's the thing that you can't really I feel like once these once these dudes who who played running back and they've they've played so well. Like, you know, if you play running back in high school and then you go to college, like you and you're a good athlete in high school, you probably don't play running back unless you're a really, really, really great running back in high school. So let alone when you go play running back in college, you've already made to that next step next level. So then you get recruited to play running back at the pro level. That that's you're probably already feeding your ego a little bit. And I feel like if you haven't learned to read too well, like the Trent Richardsons of the world, um, you just don't want you don't ever want to learn because you're like, oh I made it this fucking far doing what i've done so what are you gonna teach me now like people forget like man these coaches they've got to the pinnacle of their career too in the same aspect you know what i mean like they fucking did their work they've been they've been the epitome of uh, perfection for what they do but being younger being in the limelight you're probably like my nah, fuck you bro um <laughs> I, I know where the hole is and then like i said Trent richardson you're running the wrong fucking way <laughs> you run the hole wide open <laughs> so um yeah, I think I think Najee's a fucking yeah. He's excellent. He's an excellent value, mm, uh, bro. Just that, a, a damn good upgrade for the Steelers. Exactly, definitely, definitely yeah. an upgrade. Um, they could get their line totally um, um, fixed up. I think it's gonna is gonna really open it up. I don't know what they're gonna do beyond Ben because Ben, I feel like, is their weakest weakest link as far as that offense goes you know he'd be giving up he's, he's looking like philip rivers now out there just chucking <laughs> it up just saying yeah. fuck it bro i gotta go home i'm i'm 58 um <laughs> so yeah no i like i like Najee. Najee was the only running back i really would have used a first round pick on at all period um and he seemed like a good ass dude ho- uh, hosting that homeless shelter party he for the homeless shelter he used to live yeah, in that's that fucking saw, awesome I saw that. That, was, that was dope i was like i like reading shit like that um and I mean, the the dude is from Oakland. He played for Alabama. Like, whoa, bro, what? That's you going all the way across country, going to the middle of nowhere from the Bay. You're going from from dripping and <laughs> dripping and swag to some freaking khakis and corduroy country over there in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> so you know, you know, he was committed. So you you don't have to question that about him. Um, I don't know why the Dolphins passed up on him. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I really thought the Dolphins were gonna pick him up because like me and like. Obviously, I'm not a. He, I'm he not was a, there. Yeah, he was there. Me and I'm not quote unquote these experts, but you know these experts out here were also just had like him either going to Miami or Pittsburgh in that first round. You know what I mean? Like constantly over and over, they had Najee at those two teams, and um, I guess Miami thought Jalen Phillips was the better pick, which I don't agree with. But whatever. Seeing Najee and Tua. That's what I'm saying, right? Field. It's not even that. Like I love the Jalen Waddle pick. Don't get me wrong, because I think he's a the premier version of uh jakeem grant for the dolphins but i was like man you could literally could have just shifted austin jackson maybe to the right tackle or even even drafted panay sewell to be the right your right tackle and then you got damn that dude got spice like my bad <laughs> and uh um you would have had the uso connection with tua and panay uh, sewell on on a line bro but they skipped that and said now we getting jalen waddle because he already knew too, I'm guessing, when they played at Alabama. But it is what it is. I mean, I, I get it. They already drafted a left tackle last year at first round. What you going to do, draft another one this front, this year? Yeah. After you proved everyone wrong that you guys were <clears throat> tanking and blowing another season and you guys went on to win 10 games and almost made the playoffs. So I see you, Brian Flores. Keep it up, bro. And then I think the one of the last notable ones was 
I mean, we didn't talk about him yet, but uh, feel Justin Fields to Chicago. That, yeah, that was. I think I think that's. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I feel like that's the one pick that people are are on the fence about. Like on the hinge, either you loved it or you hate it. I I personally I loved it. I love that pick. I like in Chicago. Um, I feel like they're gonna let Justin try to be the best he could player he could be. You know what I mean? Like they're not gonna try to force him in a, a, a system that won't really work for him because. Think about it. If Nagy and um, uh, what's their GM's name? Whatever you know, what I'm talking about. But anyways, Nagy and the GM. I think Pace, right? I think that's the name. Um, if it don't work out this year with them, and they already traded up to get they're Justin, fired. yeah, they're they're gone. So you think they're gonna yeah. they're gonna trade up in their last draft ever to risk it on a player that they don't think could keep them them their jobs after they fucking fumbled Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson or Mr. Trubisky? Like, come on. Now. <laughs> They, yeah. they they were like in the top five and they chose. I know people Trubisky. were saying like I mean, Trubisky gets his hate, but I I mean we yeah uh, we got to give him his credit with credits dude. Like he did make the Pro Bowl his rookie year and he had that one game where he had six touchdowns in the game, which was you know tied for the record. So I mean there was potential there. He just never got together. And also there's like no one to throw to besides Allen Robinson in in Chicago. So uh, hopefully they could fix that. I don't know. Did they sign any receivers this year? I don't think so. I huh? don't think so. I don't think they really picked up anyone awesome either. So what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> I think. And then, of course, the the shittiest picks. Uh, I'm going to go with the first off with the Green Bay. Oh, you're, going to, you're going teams. You're going to go uh, player. Let's go teams. Teams. Two worst teams. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. So, yeah, I, my first one was Green Bay, of course. Cause okay. Tell me why. Tell me why. Well, uh, just from what uh the experts on ESPN were, were saying, like, damn, like, Aaron Rodgers really hasn't gotten any fucking, like, help, like, or, like, put it this way, since, what, 2011 is what they were saying. It's literally defense, 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 quarterback, defense, 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 defense. Right. I was like, I don't blame the man. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> hey, how how trolling are they that they when they finally draft a receiver... <laughs> His name is A. Rogers too. Like, okay, you guys, you guys are doing this on purpose, bro. There's no way they're not doing it on purpose now. And side note, and I don't know how accurate it is, and me and some of my other homies were talking about this too. But uh, uh, we've, we've, it seems like we've encountered multiple people that has like personal stories with Aaron Rodgers, and apparently he comes off as a fucking dickhead. So maybe he get he deserves all this bullshit that's coming to him. Yeah. Um, so I just say that to say this, like maybe he's just reaping what he sows. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe he treats the, the front I, office like shit, and they're like, "All right, I, it's our turn." I always think the NFC championships make it all up for all those losses. Yeah. These things. To- <laughs> that's true, though. That's true. That's true. So yeah, they like the Packers. They they went for Eric Stokes, the cornerback for Georgia. But yeah, it's just like I said, it's just defense, 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 but no offense. Uh, except the except uh, the dude named Love, <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Love, the, and which is a quarterback. Isn't that fucked up though? Like you, yeah, like, bro. Like the fact that they didn't even like uh, tell him or like imagine if you were him, Gabe Weed, quarterback for the <laughs> for the for the Packers. For the Idaho fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and they 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 did not and tell you advise you that we're gonna draft quarterback for your replacement in the future. Like, uh, I'm be like. That's weird. Can you please get the tampon out of my butt? Because I'm very hurt right now. Very hurt. I take it this personal. Um, yeah, man. Like I agree with you. It's fucked up. Um, but I mean, I don't know. What can you say? Is Green Bay? I, I mean, they kind of they kind of forced Brett Favre's hand as well when he was there. And when and Brett Favre before he became super uh, 
weird and MAGA like. Uh, he was like my favorite QB of all time, and uh, I guess you could say technically play separating the man from the art. <laughs> he still is my favorite QB, but um, yeah, he he fucking they did the same thing to him. You know, they, they drafted Rodgers and they tried to force him to like, yo, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna groom this dude and. You know, Farb was like, yo, this is not my job to groom him. My job is to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. This dude could pick up what he wants, but blah, blah, blah. Um, but the same thing, like, he just made it work. He, he never really had some crazy-ass talent. Who'd you have? Antonio Freeman back then, who had a crazy, yeah. one of the craziest NFL catches of all time. But, I mean, what else? Ahmad Green, Najee Davenport for Brett Favre, you know what I mean? And he still did the damn thing. Um, and Aaron Rodgers kind of got the same thing. Like you, you, we never really hear him with like that crazy until this year with Devontae Adams. We we never hear him with that crazy number, all pro number one wide receiver or running back. You know what I mean? Like who would you say is Aaron Rodgers' best receiver? He ever he ever played with outside of Devontae Adams? <laughs> right? Exactly. Like I was gonna say Greg Jennings, and then like then he goes to the Raiders and blows it. Jordy Nelson goes to the Raiders and blows it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fucking um, who else? Jermichael Finley. Who I don't even know where the fuck he went. Blows it. Never hears. Never heard of again. Randall Cobb scrub. You know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers made these fools almost Brady like. You know, like oh, yeah. you're gonna look awesome. I'm gonna get you a payday, and you know, and, and, and the got... Packers return the favor by saying, oh, do it again. Do it again with these scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking dick. <laughs> I mean, I give it to him. They did resign Aaron Jones. Um, and they resigned. I mean, and they, you know, they got Adams for a minute, but it's like such a damn good point right there. But it's like, I don't know, man. And then, uh, I don't know. I'm just glad they got the headlines instead of Seahawks now. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, now they get to take the heat for all this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then my, my, my other pick, um, it's, it's like on the fence between, I, I agree with you on that Miami pick. Like, I think they should have – Najee Harris was there, and yeah. I think they should have went with that. I also – I don't like the Pat Certain, the second, the, for the uh, Denver Broncos because mm. I, I think Fields was uh, – Yeah, I think, I think that pick surprised everyone. Shout out Mahoney Robbie. He's like a big-ass Cowboys fan, and uh, I was at his house, and we, we was watching this shit. And uh, and we were we were we all assumed that Patrick Satan would be going to the Cowboys at ten, you know? Yeah. And, he, and that's what he wanted, right? And I was just fucking with him. I was like, "Yo, man, the Broncos about to troll you. They about to they they about to pick uh Sertan right here." And then you know <laughs> you, you know we're chilling and it goes da 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 and then it's like fucking the Broncos pick and it's Patrick Satan and literally we're like, "What the fuck? Why did they do that? Why did they, don't they already have a good ass defensive backfield?" But yeah. I mean, I guess you can't really bolster it too much, but. I mean, uh, I don't. I personally, I don't have faith in Drew Locke. Yeah, I, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll be solid, um, below Flacco, like above Darnold, like what we see on the Darnold and the Jets, which I think Darnold will have a better season this year, by the way. Um, but like you said, I, I don't think he's he's the man for the next ten years. There, hell no. Um, is do I have faith in him so much that you're you're gonna go grab the the hey, second the second best corner in the draft they're looking for another champ bailey is that, right <laughs> and it's, and it, beyond that it's like why are you drafting one of the best corners in the draft anyways when you already have a solid de defensive backfield yeah. when your division isn't known for really great receivers besides the chargers like the raiders i mean they got speedy receivers but no one's great the chiefs all you got is hill and um and uh uh, uh, uh kelsey but if you could lock them down you'd be cool and 
you don't really need another corner to do that because you already have a solid one. I've, I, forgive me because you play for Denver. I don't know any of your names, but I know you guys are fucking great, <laughs> uh, especially since I know the safety got paid this year. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, what the hell are you going to – you need solid solid players at all four positions and defensive backfield for Justin Herbert? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. If they had fields, they would have they would have definitely made that AFC West Ooh. more competitive. Oh yeah, but way more interesting too. That's just my opinion. I like I said, he was there and they went for for Pat and I mean they do got Teddy Bridgewater, so it's like it'd get pretty crowded quick. Through yeah. like Bridgewater and then you're gonna throw in fields. It's, it's like just, it's just that I see this I just see every, this, everyone's under thirty, I would think, at that time too. I just see the same results of what he did in Carolina. Uh, Denver, yeah, I just I'll I just, be Denver. People people forget and, and they be sleeping on 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 the Broncos' uh, receiving threat though. They do have a fucking stacked ass receiving corpse. You know what I mean? They got Cortland uh, Sutton. Um, they got Noah Fant, the tight end. Um, Jared Judy from Bama last year. Uh, it, they let go of Philip Lindsay, but they also have a third receiver. Oh, God, they have obviously Melvin Gordon. Um, what the fuck? Third receiver. I forget his name, but he really blew up this year. I think he was an undrafted pick two from the year before or something like that. So, but he's good. He's like number 81 or some shit. Oh, and also, in run, so they have Melvin Gordon on running back already, right? But also they got Javante. I, I believe his name is Javante Carter from the uh, uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. They drafted him, drafted him in the second round. I think that might be a solid ass pick for them too. That boy runs like a tank. So he's the opposite of Melvin Gordon. He's like 240 or something like six one. He used to play a linebacker. I'm like, yeah, all right, so you know he's not afraid of contact. <laughs> so you keep switching them in and out like they used to do. Uh, what, what were their names back in the days for the Broncos? Number, two, I think it was like number twenty, and then um, Shit. Ruben, Ruben, Ruben something. But they, they used to have that same type of of thunder and lightning. You know, someone will cut. Uh, they put somebody in the game. They hit you with the cuts, and then they throw in fucking Ruben drone or something like that. His name Ruben something. Um, and he comes in and lowers the shoulders, and they just keep repeating it back and forth. You know, that's fucking Mike Shanahan's old school recipe that always worked. Um, but yeah. Oh, it's something Tatum was number 22. Fuck, man. See, I always forget all these people's names. You know, what's funny is once I stopped playing Madden, is when I forget all these old people. You know, <laughs> yeah. because back in the days, I, saw, I used to remember the rosters and shit because of that. Um, but yeah, man, once I stopped playing that shit, I'm like, fuck, I don't remember who's on who. <laughs> so, who are your shit teams that. Yeah, bro. My losers off top, off rip though, homie. Off rip though, homie. Homie. <laughs> homie. 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 To be honest, dog, it's the easy one for them. My number one piece of shit organization. They've been the biggest pieces of shit <laughs> all fucking offseason. Um, probably stretching since Clowney left them is the Texans. Fucking garbage. <laughs> name name one person that, name one pick you think they did great on. Exactly. It's easy. None. They didn't do any great picks. Disaster entering the fall. Hey, uh, your first pick of the draft, and you draft a quarterback, which, <laughs> which you know, in 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 theory, you would think you're drafting someone to replace Watson, and you're literally picking like the sixth worst worst dude on the board. Maybe no, not even that. Seventh, eighth. Like this dude on any other team, he's probably third string. You know what I mean? It's this dude from Stanford. Like he he hadn't really put up numbers, even when the Pac-12 had a full t- uh, season. So. I mean, call me what you want. I just call a spade a spade, bro. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) and I just don't see. I don't even remember his name. David Millis or something like that. Millis Davis, Davis Mills. I don't know. Stanford quarterback from last year. I don't see him doing too well. Um, And I love the Huskies, so I'd be watching the Pac-12. And uh, yeah, I just don't think. 
I don't think Houston knows what the fuck's going on. They might they got to sell the team. Yeah, McNair. we're gonna have to give him one of these, man. Oh yeah, bro. Oop. Hit him with the yeah. Nice try. Maybe next decade. <laughs> next decade. Yeah, bro. It's gonna be a long, long time for you guys to be relevant. Um, and I had another one because you gave two teams, right? Yeah. yeah. Who are your teams again? I gave the Dolphins and the Broncos. You're an asshole. Is um, <laughs> is you said the Dolphins? I didn't. Th- I didn't know you said the Dolphins. I thought you said someone else. Uh, anyways, we could we could listen to playback. <laughs> but uh, so obviously, no brainer Texans. And my other one is the Raiders, bro. Like, oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck the Raiders were doing in this draft. I was like, yo, what are you doing, Gruden? Uh, Alex Leatherwood. But Leatherwood is a good pick. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was a good pick. Um, but, but for that system, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not even that. It's like beyond that. It's like, huh. You know what I mean? Like now you have arguably like the best running back duo in Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs, but it's like, what else are you going to do, man? Like let Mariota get, honestly, let Mariota get the keys to that offense. If David Carr, he's bullshitting. You know what I mean? David, yeah. <laughs> like Carr, don't get me wrong. Carr is fucking, he, I feel like he always starts the season off awesome. You know, like, Oh, eight games in, he looks good. Maybe a pro bowler. It's, it's, you know, Russell, almost Russell, like, but Russell, like the whole nother spectrum. It's like, instead of the pro bowls, the MVP talk. And then he fucking, does shit when it with david carr is like it's pro bowl talking and he does shit you know what i mean he never gets to the mvp level um but yeah i feel like they could have done a lot more than that their defense their pass rush was super soft last year bro hella soft so i don't know why they thought going elsewhere was was good but um they did what fucking draft uh what's the name clellan Farrell or whatever I had four last year which is kind of a yeah. reach so maybe that's why they're like hey let's chill out on doing crazy shit like that though max crosby looked good last year so What's your take? What's your take on the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, <laughs> isn't, isn't that weird to say? It's it is weird. And you think I'm kidding? They're like, hold on, they are in Vegas. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still questioning Oakland, that yeah. that hundred million dollar contract that uh, Gruden got. <laughs> it's already what his fifth year already. Yeah, do something right. I right. mean, they did pick up. I'm not gonna lie. They got they got a steal from this dude that uh, that started dropping. Um, the safety from from TCU, Trayvon Morig or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Forgive me, forgive me, young man. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's their probably their best pick because they went Leatherwood at seventeen, it's kind of a reach. Morig at two, he should have been a first round pick, and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't even need to read off the rest of these. Yeah, I. And then they finally draft a center in the seventh round. Like, um, bro, you traded your Pro Bowl center, and that wasn't one of your first. <laughs> that wasn't one of your first uh, priorities to draft. Like, you draft, you literally had the best center in the game, and you traded him away. Traded him away for scraps to the Cardinals, and then you draft his. Um, maybe, maybe not the replacement. Maybe, maybe they like someone they have on on staff already, but they drafted a dude in the seventh round who probably is not going to make the team. So, it is what it is for the Las Vegas Raiders. So now, bro, it's time to move on to our beloved Seattle Seahawks. Oh, you, oh, you, you want to do Seahawks? Sorry, we didn't say winners though. We said oh. losers, huh? Come on, man, you got the yin and yang, baby. You got to do the balance. My bad, my bad. This guy. Well, choke go artist. ahead, bro. You go ahead. Choke artist over here, man. <laughs> choke artist. Yeah. Um, winners off top. Straight up, I think the Cleveland Browns might have the best um, draft class of this year. Um, 
they did great last year too. But this year I think they fucking killed it. Um they they've I feel like they always find out find out somehow to see people who are sliding and they know when it's almost time for those people to stop sliding because they picked up that uh that linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, um, who people thought he should have been like, you know, top 20 pick for a while. He dropped all the way to 52 to them. So they're like, all right, man. And it looks like they, I think they, they actually traded up to go get him. But beyond that, they got Greg Newsom, who's good. Um, uh, they got Tommy Togai from uh, Ohio State, the D tackle. So that's solid too. And actually, those are actually the three that really stood out to me for them. I think those are going to be impact players for them right away, especially with some of their some of their people who were hurt last year coming back finally. Um, I'm going to give you a second team too here in a second, but I'm going to uh, let, let you get a chance to say who you think your winner is, you fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, mine. Um, you may not like this, but just because just because they're Boo. in the division, the Niners. I yeah, no, dude, they did good too. They, like I said, I was, I'm. I'm praising their Lance and Trey Sermon pick. Yeah. Who else they pick? The other picks were uh, Trey Lance, Aaron Banks, uh, Trey Sermon, uh, Ambry, Trey, Trey Squared, Ambry Thomas, the cornerback from Michigan. Boo. Oh, Jalen Moore. Uh, okay, that's good pick. Yeah, from Western Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tala Noah. Who, uh, he's a safety from USC. Oh dang! The small one's about to be mad at you. Yep. Yeah. For butchering that. <laughs> I won't butcher this one. Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Most American name ever, boy. Let me tell you something yeah. about that Elijah. The running, yeah, yeah. running back. Yeah, they they're they're drafting. Yeah, they're good. Um, bar. Man, now reviewing this, I might have them over the Browns right here. My second team, I was gonna say. Uh but now that I look at them, I think they might be my my they might have the best picks. I'm calling it right now. Um May first, twenty twenty one is the Los Angeles Chargers, bro. They they fucking picked up Rashawn Slater, who was arguably almost as good as Panay Sewell, some people said, as far as uh, offensive tackle goes. So, boom, you got Justin Herbert protected, right? Then you want to address your weak corners because you have solid safeties, right? And who they pick up? Asante Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. I like your boy right there in the, in the second round. Um, then I think they got a really good uh, tight end from Georgia, Trey McKitty, because they lost uh, Hunter Henry this year. I don't know. I'm not going to say he's you know obviously going to replace him straight up, but he has potential there. And they got Chris Rump, the second linebacker out of Duke, who I think could make an impact as well. I don't know if they hung on to Melvin Ingram. Do you know? No. I'm, I know he became a free agent. I don't know if he even signed with anyone, so I don't know if he had the chance to come back. Um, and then they, you know, they kind of try to give Austin Eckler some type of breathing room over there. They picked up uh, Larry Roundtree, a third uh, running back out of Missouri. And also, uh, from a personal standpoint, um, one of my my one of my good friends, little brother, actually just signed with the Chargers as well on the practice school. I mean, um, as an undrafted free agent. So shout out to Jared Goldwire, bro. Hope uh, you make that roster, dog. Um, nice. And then, you know, doing his thing over there. So it's it's cool to have a little local story as well. So no, and he's a D tackle out of Louisville. So nice, nice. Who you got for your second winner? <sighs> this guy only knows three football teams, so please disregard him <laughs> but anyways yeah man the charges man uh they they're my topic especially with you know especially with them signing jerry that uh, I, I gotta give them that number one uh <laughs> now i feel biased they, they get they get my number one draft class of 2021 i guess my my, my honestly i hate to say it just because don't say it 
Don't just say it. They're all in the division. They not. Bro. It's not the Cardinals, dog. I like the Cardinals. Like they did. They did do that thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> dog. I can't even hate on that. They did have some solid picks. They got, like I said, man. They got Rondell Moore. They got that fucking linebacker. They have someone else too. Who else? Got, Read me that list real quick. Marco Wilson from mm. the corner. Oh, Marco Florida. Wilson. Yep, yeah. he good. He good. That boy uh, Cabal. I'm gonna slaughter this last name, but it's Victor Dimewicki, mm-hmm. defensive end from Duke. Okay. Uh, Tay Gowin, the cornerback from UCF. Okay. James. Oh, Green. yo, he's good as fuck too. That dude. Yeah. He's, Shit. God damn, uh, I didn't know they picked him up. James Wiggins, the safety from Cincinnati. And then Michael Mennett, uh, corner, or no, center, Penn State. Damn, bro, are we about to get the seventh seed in the playoff this year? <laughs> if it's not this year, it's definitely in two years. But the Cardinals doing this thing and the and the, and the the Niners building yeah, bro, it up. When you said the basement, bro, that, that basement's coming. <laughs> it's coming for us, bro. <laughs> Water's rising, dog. <laughs> what, all these years I was talking shit. <laughs> Yeah, predicted it right. We got to be objective, right? So yeah. we got to be real with ourselves. So if we, if I got the fucking Niners right last year, and I and I said the Cardinals were going to turn it around the year before, uh, <laughs> the way things are going, <laughs> I think a spell on our demise here in the next three, four years. I'm not gonna lie, unless something happens, you know, like we had, we just fucking hit it out the park with a 2013 just, no 2012 quality uh, draft class we gotta hope for some shitty seasons from oh. the, all the other teams like i said man i think injuries it, just, <laughs> it goes down to personnel man like i feel like the, the uh the, the the staff the coaching staff i feel like our coaching staff are just miles ahead besides the, the rams because obviously um <laughs> oh, i'm fucking always beating our ass <laughs> but uh um i feel like the coaching staff is what always holds us over so if father time God forbids, catch, doesn't catch up to Pete uh, soon. I think we're going to be good. That's what's going to even out the playing field. Um, but other than that, boy, let me tell you about the Niners and the Cardinals. They're doing their damn thing as far as draft pick goes, especially the last two years with the cards. So, um, yeah, I'm a little nervous. My, are a little, uh, my knees are a little weak, bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now we won't get to torch uh, Patrick Peterson like we used to. <laughs> I know, man. Oh, man, Pete. He switches. Isn't he one of the Minnesota? I think. Yeah, yeah. isn't he one of the dudes um, who's already uh, switching up his numbers? He said, "Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> to the single digits." I think he was talking about. Um, I did also want to shout out honorable mention as far as picks goes. I mean, I, we kind of touched on it um, uh, earlier with the Jets. Instead of them ruining fucking, uh, <laughs> instead of them ruining the Zach Wilson pick, I think they did a solid the rest of the, of the draft, uh, which is unexpected because usually they fucking suck. Um, and then the Cowboys, bro. The Cowboys, I think, did did well. You know, they they got that Mike Parson pick, um, and then they got um, <laughs> fuck, they got Jabril Cox, who was rated highly for a linebacker as well from LSU, who dropped uh, for a minute. And get this, remember Dan Quinn is their is their cornerbacks, right? And in our golden days, Dan Quinn was our DC as far as Legion of Boom goes and shit. And he loved lengthy cornerbacks. You seen what he could do with the uh, uh, people who are tall at that position, right? This man drafted a 6'4", 210 corner, um, I believe from, where did he come from? U.S. Uh, University of Southern, uh, South Carolina, I think. But it's uh, Israel Mukuamu. He runs a 4.52 as well, so fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah, I see, yeah. <sighs> so, 227th overall. Yeah, bro, year. so he's a, uh, I think he's going to be steel, dog. So him with Trayvon Diggs, uh, if they could get a solid safety, they already have their linebackers filling out. They might have a solid defense for a while and let Dan Quinn do his damn thing. Dude, that's, that's, <laughs> let Dan do the damn thing, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm looking at their list, man. They they got a solid list. Oh, bro. yeah, bro. Come on, man. I know this. I know. I know my <laughs> shit. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> what's up? So, yeah, we, 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 did, we did our winners. We did our losers. You want to go to Seahawks review real quick before I drop them with some gems on some yes. sleepers to look out for? Go. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And you want to... Uh, do the traditional or, or what you doing over here, player? Nice, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the Seahawks review here on Ain't No Lovers 101 podcast. <laughs> I'm <just kidding laughs> Good to have you here, all three listeners, all three dude listeners. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Um, yeah, man. Go ahead and speak on the plethora of picks we had of three players. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, that was a good review of the Seahawks <laughs> draft. <laughs> uh, well, nah, nah, first going. round, we got an A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got A+. Plus. We got fucking this dude, Jamal Adams, who fucking been a couple Pro Bowls. And, uh, yeah, yeah um, the, the draft story was, yeah, we our, our very first pick uh, was Dwayne Eskridge, sir. wide receiver. He's a small dude, 5'9", 188 pounds. Mm-hmm. Fast, versatile, bro. Speed is four point four seconds in the forty yard dash. Yeah, they said they said he ran a four three eight, and they're saying how our top three receivers now they all run a four three <laughs> in the four threes for forties. Which I know forties is not the greatest measurement of speed because it's only a straight line, but that's fucking something to say as far as and bro weapons you, go. You called it. Uh, he could be one of the best return specialists. Oh yeah, and that's what we need, man. Like. Ever since Tyler's become like damn near our one and he couldn't really return kicks as much like he used to, I think that's changed up our game plan too. You know, we're instead of starting at like the 30 or 35, we're starting at like the 22 every game. You know what I mean? And that's kind of fucking us up those, those, those eight yards, those 10 yards or so. And according to John Clayton, that's going to be his job this season. <laughs> oh, yeah? Returning? Yeah. Yeah. I think returning some, uh, <laughs> some, some, some gadget plays, you know, some sweeps, some of those underhand Pat Mahomes type, um, I guess I guess you could kind of say it's almost like a shifting screen when, you know, they have like Travis Kelsey coming across, but maybe with him is coming across and cutting through the guards, um, taking that bitch for 30, 40, 40 yards of the field. Um, yeah. And then you want to go on to our next pick. From Absolutely. The- our, our next pick was Seahawks take cornerback. Trey yeah. Brown in the fourth round. Bro, I like this pick. I was watching his, his highlights yeah. again, his film again. He's aggressive. He's a, he doesn't quit on the ball at all. And if that's just in the air, he had that mentality where it, it seems like, obviously I can't speak for him, but it seems like he has that mentality where you're like, okay, the ball's in the air and the offense threw it, but it, it don't mean it's the offense ball. You know what I mean? It's anybody's ball. And he seems like he fucking, he, he plays like that. He, he, if he's two steps off, off where the ball's coming at, he's, he's making a jump for it. You know, he's putting his body out there. So I like that. Um, even though he, they list them pretty small. I feel like he plays way bigger than he is. Um, and he hits. So I gotta worry about that. Yeah, definitely, right. definitely good Justin Coleman, just, uh, Jeremy Lane type mm-hmm. mold, I think. Yeah, you you called that shit too. So. Yeah, and then the last pick, uh, Seahawks trade up for the big Florida offensive tackle yeah. Stone Forsythe. Yeah, bro. Um, I like it, man. SEC product, you know. So you know, you know, he's playing top of the top as far as a uh, uh, pass rusher goes. Um, was he left tackle, right? 
I think so. Yeah. Pre- predominantly. Um, so yeah, 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 left tackle. So, I mean, obviously if, if we don't have them at, at left tackle, you know how they do in Seattle, they'll, they'll make them learn the interior lines, but also we got to remember, um, uh, Dwayne Brown's getting old, so who knows? Maybe you could learn some shit from Dwayne, and I know he's a late-round pick, but maybe he could be a, a, a sleeper in himself and uh, take over for Dwayne whenever he decides to retire because he's getting up there in age. Um, but I'm not going to lie, man. I, I'm, I feel really – I know that's that's the end of the Seahawks. <laughs> List of players, by the way. I, I give us like a, maybe a B-minus, C-plus. Uh, not the greatest, but obviously not terrible either. Um but overall, the team, man, like after the season ended, I feel like we're in a lot better spot than we were, um, yeah, uh, you know, f- three months ago. Like, especially with um, even considering we lost our, our best cornerback, Shaquille, uh, good for him because he got paid, overpaid. <laughs> you know, we watched him, so we saw him get burnt sometimes too <laughs> and giving up on plays. Um, so seeing someone like, you know, DJ Reed maybe taking over that CB1, um, I don't know who's going to be CB2. Maybe they make Flowers get better and then have a – what's the name? Trey Brown? Trey what? Yeah, Trey Brown. Trey Brown yeah. coming in at that slot because we get Marcus Blair, Marquise Blair back too. So he might play a little more of yeah, that we, slot nickel. we lost him like in the second game. Yeah, bro, and yeah. he was fucking balling, dude. Yeah. Um, for, think, yeah, for the second game, for two the, games. Who was the other guy that uh, that left to uh, – I think he went Dunbar? to the lot. Yeah, Dunbar. Yeah, I mean, Dunbar was – he's very underwhelming for what we thought we were getting. The number one PFF uh, uh, rated cover corner, and he played like shit. You know what I mean? Like, eh. Okay, Carrie Williams, chill. <laughs> Carrie chill. Williams. Oh, my chill, God. Chill, Carrie, chill. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. And then, like, our deep, obviously, everyone knows about our linebackers. Awesome. They're great. Even if we don't bring KJ, I think we're going to be good. Um, but our D-line, bro, I think we went from being a shitty-ass D-line house to it's starting to look good now, even with Jaron Reed gone because, um, you know, we got Dunlap back. Um, uh, LJ Collier looks like he's he's improving every game he plays in. Um, we got the dude from the Niners who fucking had what almost ten sacks last year, so that's great. Um, we got Robert Njikwe or whatever, who was the former first round pick for the Cardinals. Who, ironically, when it was his draft class, what is it like 2017, 2016? I can't remember. I was I hella wanted the Seahawks to pick him because he was like rated top twenty players as far as D tackle from Ole Miss and he dropped to like the third round or some shit. I don't know why, but obviously now we know why because he's he he lacks the motor. But I think if we could get him into gear and we get Daryl T- Taylor back, oh boy. And let's not forget we also have Gabe, you know, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's O line, you dipshit. I, I don't I know. want D line. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I mean I just like these new yeah, signings bro. and Brandon uh, the, the Snell, Brandon Snell. I think he'll be all right in the right tackle position too. I guess I'm guessing they love Easton Posick, right? Um, and who's our right guard? Oh, Damian. I'm my bad, Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis, man, he's like literally the brightest spot on our O line, bro. We're solid. We finally have two oh. interior linemen who are good. By the way, what do you uh, come on? What do you come, think about that? Hey, 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 hey. Come on, man. Come on. And Rashad Penny's gonna be 100 percent with Chris I hope Carson. So. I hope with Chris so. Carson. Come on, come on. I, you think Alden Smith is going to even play? Oh, I forgot about Alden. Shit, I think so. I think he's going to. It seems like, I don't know, I was I was reading. There's There seems a bunch of random shit, but, but I don't know if you caught that, but they said he had like a tweet that he sent out when he's like, if someone choked your pregnant sister, what would you do? Oh, yeah, and he deleted yeah. it. So, I mean, I feel like he, if that's really what happened, he's probably going to get cleared. Um, You know what I mean? Even with his record. So we're going to give him a shot. Yeah. And if not, I mean, he'll probably get suspended for two, three games, and he'll be back and – 
Yeah, bro. Let us have Alden with the, all those people I just mentioned on the D-line already working in with Puna, too, Puna Ford. I feel like we could be a top five defense for sure now. Um, and if that line holds up, you know, we could, we could put up the numbers on offense, even if the running game gets hurt a little bit. Because now, one of the underrated aspects I think people are going to miss missed out on with the Dwayne Eskridge pick is those fucking screen passes that y'all seen us getting fucked on and don't ever throw a screen pass to DK anymore because he obviously gives up if someone intercepts it and just lets them return it to the house. That's fucking dumb. Um, I don't think you're going to see that type of shit with Eskridge being that shifty, being that small. He's And he he knows his touches are limited as far as throws go. So he's probably like, I'm making the best of it. He's coming up for those balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited for that shit. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much else to say about the Seahawks. I, I will touch it more as the season gets closer, obviously, and everything wraps up. But um, May 1st, draft is cleaned up, wrapped up, and I feel good about the Seahawks where they're at. Yeah. Um, it's going to be some nervous years <laughs> from here on out. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be tightly contested, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like now it's going to be more warrantedly tightly contested you know i mean not no more like why the fuck how we get beat by the backup for the rams or jared Goff with a broken thumb or type shit you know what i mean now it's like oh it's it's because the rams have matthew stafford's oh cardinals have a sick ass team up and down oh niners have crazy young potentials you know what i mean so it's gonna be some warranted shit now um i don't know i mean it's too early to predict but i, I still think we're gonna be one or two in the uh, the division for this year at least um fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna say, I'm gonna say hey, we're gonna be one again we're gonna yeah. be one with a thirteen and four record. We're gonna beat that ass again. <laughs> yeah, thirteen and four, twelve and five. I know those numbers just sound gross. What the fuck's wrong with you, NFL? Extending the season by one game, twelve and five. Could you imagine that? Like, what the fuck? That sound. That just sounds retarded. Sorry, excuse me. For, you know, obviously, I don't mean it to be degrading. Everyone's PC. Everyone. I love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Jackie Moon. Um, but yeah, da, 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 da. do you? Yeah, so that's what I, I don't know if you had anything else to say about the Seahawks, but no, I mean it's it's well said. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. I was just gonna go into um some sleeper picks. Did you have any sleeper picks? Of course not. You only know like four college players. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have any sleeper. All right, well, I, so for those listeners out there who are still listening, um, you know, last year, whoever checked it out, appreciate you guys if you already did. But last year, I I made a YouTube video, you know, just predicting some sleeper picks as far as NFL draft goes because within like you know my inner circle I usually give people random ass uh, player names from the later rounds and usually you know they, they they pan out pretty well like I I thought Cam Chancellor was gonna be great before before we had him I thought Russell was gonna be Russ I didn't know who Richard Sherman was so he got away with, he got away from me on that one uh, but you know what I mean shit like that so last year I put it on video I put it on record so people uh know what kind of genius I am um I'm gonna run down from last year. What some of these people that that I pick, I had my number one sleeper as Jalen Hurts. Y'all already know who that is now. Um, and I I had a little thing where I did like surefire picks, where I'm like, all right, if you pick this dude, you're gonna get an automatic contributor, right? So my surefire pick for QB back uh, last year was Tua, and that wasn't too much of a surefire, but I mean, he didn't do terrible. Uh, Would have been better had Justin Herbert, obviously. My running back, the picks up. Oh boy, these were these were on fire. My number one sleeper pick was, and I, I don't, I didn't even see one expert talking about this man. Uh, was James Robinson probably the greatest call of 
my 29 years of living. Just give you the, the horn for that Let's one. Go. <laughs> Gabe, you know, bro, because Gabe knows, okay? Um, number two, sleeper two also was A.J. Dillian, who obviously came on the scene, like, what, the last four games for the Packers and the playoffs. Everyone like, ah, who is this guy? He's awesome. And everyone's his fan. Um, and number three was Darrington Evans, who uh, unfortunately didn't get the chance to do much for Tennessee because I believe he was hurt all year. Uh, but my surefire pick for running back was Jonathan Taylor. Y'all know who that is. Um, no one for fullback because <laughs> that, that <laughs> position was, uh, you know, mom's the word. But wide receivers, my number one sleeper, Chase Claypool, bro. Man, I'm too good with it. But give me that horn, baby. Give me that shit. Okay, number two was Denzel Mims. He didn't really do shit because he played for the Jets. Sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, but he still, he still contributed. Um, surefire pick was... Eagles, you retards. It was Justin Jefferson. You guys fucked up. I, I told you. I told you. Pick up Justin Jefferson, whoever you know needs a receiver in that mid-round because you're going to get the best player at that position. He damn near won rookie of the year. If it wasn't for a crazy-ass Herbert. Um, I actually mentioned, uh, honorable mention, too, because I thought the receiver class last year was stacked. I, I also put Michael Pittman Jr., who also did well for the, um, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, tight ends, I blew it because I said Thaddeus Moss, who didn't even make the roster. <laughs> and Kobe Parkinson, who was hurt all year. Yeah, um, that was a bummer. I ain't going to talk about the O-linemans. I, I, to my credit, I did say, hey, I'm not going to talk too much about O-linemans because I don't really know much about your guys' position because I never played it, never really paid attention to it too much besides I know you guys are important, blah, 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 right? Um, but, bro, one of my pick, my number one sleeper was Isaiah Wilson. And this dude is literally out of the league already because he, <laughs> he got fucking paid and he just literally turned into like a caricature. He just spends it on diamonds, doesn't go to practice, and no one wants him. Like, you fucking idiot. A, what a fucking dumbass. Jamarcus Russell type character. Bro, at least Jamarcus, I felt like he uh, probably, you know, he was probably around team facilities a little more than this Eating dude was. Yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> sure, he wasn't reading the playbooks, but at least he tried to act like he was reading the playbook. <laughs> Isaiah Wilson was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, bro. Um, yeah, he's an he's dumb. Um, but what's up? Who else was a good one? Obviously, my surefire pick of defensive line was Chase Young. That's nothing to brag about. Everyone knew that. Surefire pick was Isaiah Wil Simmons for the linebackers. Crazy. Um, and then I had Jacob Phillips and Willie Gay Jr. at linebacker. Both great. Um, and then my defensive back, number one sleeper, was actually um, – AJ Terrell and before when I made that pick on the sleeper picks he wasn't even like considered a first round talent at all or second round and the fucking Falcons actually picked him up like in the first round like literally a day <laughs> after I made that <laughs> video so yeah boy I'm on I'm on the right track so that's for last year so check out that video just look me up on YouTube escape you know I only have one video and I look um uh, 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 mad suspect so go ahead and enjoy <laughs> that video um anyway so this year bro man straight up uh, i'm gonna start with a qb that i really think he's gonna fall in a position to be get noticed and randomly people are gonna be like whoa that guy's pretty good it's kellen mon bro he's a quarterback from texas a and I think he's like six five runs like a four seven or something he's a little bit stiff with his footwork but he has a fucking cannon and he went to the vikings and everyone knows about Ooh. kirk cousins and the vikings right yep. they're not too committed with him um but you already got justin jefferson and adam thielen who could you know spread the field and now you got this dude who could let go of the ball and throw over 50 yards and literally like I got to show you these these videos, bro. And literally, like, three seconds, he just, I'm, you know, he drops back, see something, just, that's just out of there, bro. So, um, look out for Kellen Mond uh, on the Minnesota Vikings. I think they picked him, like, I don't know, third round, fourth round this year. Um, 
moving on, I only have him. I'm not going to go through a fucking whole plethora of shit, but uh, I've running back. Chuba Hubbard. I don't know how people forgot about Chuba, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. Chuba, Chuba ran for 2,000 yards, like, not this past year, but the year before. He ran for 2,000 yards at Oklahoma State. People thought if he would have came out, that, I think that was his sophomore year, so he couldn't come out, but if he was eligible for the draft, he would have been like a first-round pick, like top 15 or something, right? He dropped all the way, I think, to the fifth round this year, I think, because he got hurt or something, to the Panthers. So if so yeah. if if McCaffrey gets hurt again and and Chuba gets some shine, throw him in there. Yeah, I think tear that ass up. That's what I'm saying. And if Chuba, I know it's crazy to say, I think if if Chuba has had the opportunities, you might see the Panthers fuck around and use McCaffrey for leverage for more weapons and get his ass out of there with that fat contract in two three years because uh, uh, Chuba is pretty good, man. Two thousand something yards. He's six one two ten. Runs a four five. So he's hella good, but. I don't know why people just kicked him to the curb. Another <laughs> uh, another dude, ironically, we talked about the, this team pretty uh, uh, extensively earlier, is Killing Hill from Texas A&M. He's actually a seventh-round draft pick from uh, Texas A&M. Uh, he went to the Packers, finally trying to give Avron <laughs> some um, some weapons a little late there. But uh, Killing Hill, he's he's almost as big as Chuba runs. What's up with everyone running a 4-5-2 this year, by the way? Um, <laughs> but that's what he, they said they, he ran this year too, but um, he produced pretty well for that um, SEC team as well. And, you know, when you play for the SEC, you kind of get that benefit of the doubt as well when you're playing and your numbers are just decent because you're probably playing with JV quality, JV NFL quality defenses, you know what I mean? So that's uh, QB, Kellen Mond, running back, Chuba Hubbard, and Killen Hill. Also, I got three to look out for for wide receiver that ironically two are on the Seahawks, which I didn't know of prior to creating this list. And that is obviously Dwayne Eskridge because um, I guess we already talked about him. But, bro, the other thing I, I we, we didn't get to mention, this boy had over in the last three years, his last three college seasons, his per catch yard average is 20 plus catches a yard. I mean, 20 plus yards wow. a catch, bro. That's fucking, that's fat, bro. That's a big ass chunk. And, you know, he had minimum of, you know, what, 30 catches, I think, 40 catches each each of those seasons. So that's consistency. And he gets, yeah. he he either makes plays after the catch or he's obviously breaking the field open and, and the QB is finding him. Shredding that exactly. shit. Exactly. <laughs> and then another one is that he actually went undrafted in the Seahawks lineup um, is Tamarion Terry from Florida State. 6-4, runs a 4-5. I think he's listed at like 220 or something like that. But just that big body frame to go along with DK and some of these shiftier people like uh, Eskridge and Tyler Lockett on this on this offense, bro. Man, if they could shape him up and he could get out that mold of being a quote-unquote undrafted free agent, oh, oy, have fun. Have fun. Um, we might have to trade Lockett because someone's going to have to get paid. and <laughs> We can't pay everyone in their receiving room because <laughs> DK's obviously going to have to get paid. Um, and I also have one more for wide receiver. and it's, he's, His name's actually Amonra St. Brown. He went to USC. Uh, I believe he got drafted by the Lions. Uh, only downfall. <laughs> uh, 6'1". He, he also uh, ran a 4'5". That boy's physical as fuck for a receiver, bro. Um, he's not afraid to block. Obviously, you don't, you're don't. you not drafting a receiver for blocking, but I'm just saying he's not afraid to because... I think the damn this died. I mean, I don't even have the rest of the names. But anyways, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Amaron St. Brown's man. He 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 gets physical, and I, I mentioned that because he's getting drafted to a spot where they literally have three solid running backs on lines. You got Jamal Williams, right? Um, DeAndre Swift, 
and carry on Johnson. They're all solid young running backs. And if you run them by committee, a three headed monster, everyone has to block on that team. Yeah. Jared Goff, you're probably not even going to get the ball, but you just have to start blocking <laughs> right <laughs> away. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, they have potential to do that. And he, I mean, he, he catched the ball, bro. His brother's also in the league. He plays for the Packers. Uh, Aquanius or something like that. St. Brown. We'll do it with the weird name. Um, but yeah, so shout out for those, to those three wide receivers. Um, the only other people I had listed some defensive picks that I, ironically is the reason why I said at the, at the, give the Cowboys a, as an honorable mention for a good draft pick because they picked up Jabril Cox, that, that, uh, linebacker out of, um, LSU and that big ass corner I was talking about, uh, with, with, with the weird name. What's his name, bro? What's his name? I was talking about. <laughs> Makuamu or something like that but yeah so those two uh, Israel Makuamu and Jabril Cox um, for safety and linebacker respectively as sleepers check out them they're both on the on the Cowboys so I'm sure if they do well you're going to hear about them because they're going to be on prime time 80 times a fucking year <laughs> um, and then who else did I have oh I had my one last dude and who I'm most excited about to see if he gets the time to showcase it we already touched on him too is that dude, um, Hamasan Nazir Odeli or something? I don't know the weird name. Dude from the Jets. I said he he shows some mirror numbers as Cam Chancellor. So uh, I want to see if he could if the Jets could put him to use to do something like that. And I mean, Robert Sala was on the Seahawks staff at one point. I believe he was on the staff when we had Cam too. So who knows? Maybe that's what he saw in him. And he's like, all right, I know what to do with this dude. So we'll see. And they already have May back there too as a, as a solid corner. Um, so look out for the Jets DBs. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're winning 11 games, but their <laughs> but, DBs might look good. They yeah. might they might look like 20 uh 2012 Seahawks when we won what was it like nine games or something right before right before we we uh went over the hill. You know what I mean? So check it out. Damn, you just dropped fire, bro. I gotta drop this knowledge, man. I gotta give these people you know a little bit of the a little bit of the hint of the juice. I can't give you the whole cup though, but I'll give you a hint <laughs> of it. So I hope you guys listened up and. You know, make make those smart decisions. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. If you got like fifty bucks, go ahead and um um get fifty bucks, right? And go ahead and just drop that on I'm trying to think of one of the offensive players with the most likely chance. Go ahead and drop that on Chuba Hubbard to win offensive rookie of the year. Because you're gonna fuck around and win like 15 G's or some shit because they're gonna give him zero chance literally to win it. But I feel like he's gonna surprise people. And hey, I fucking surprise people with James Robinson. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah. So that's that's uh, gave you no sleeper 2021 semi volume two <laughs> there. Uh, next, hopefully this year we'll have a fucking regular year. You know, things are getting back to normal. Maybe we'll have a combine next year, and um. We'll have the podcast up and running. We'll have my YouTube shit up and running, and we could get this a little more uh, professionalized. Yeah, uh, so. I'm ex. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I hope we get like, I don't know, maybe what seven thousand fans, maybe in the first in the first game. Oh yeah, bro. I mean, if they let fifty in Cleveland out there, what the fuck? Did you see that oh, shit? I know, fifty thousand, yeah. bro. So I'm sure they're gonna let at least ten thousand. Yeah, Goodell said something about all these people are vaccinated. I was like. Okay, <laughs> mm, chill, bro. Yeah, do you? Did your lawyer make you say that? <laughs> that sounds real suspect. Yeah, he, yeah, you said. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited too for the year. I think it's gonna be awesome. But yeah, um, yeah, that's as much as I'll say is for the draft. I, I actually like this draft. This draft was actually cool to 
to see what the what the teams would do. Uh, I mean, obviously, we had some disappointing teams that yeah. didn't use their head. But, right. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel like we'll we'll hear more rookie names this year from this class compared to last year. But I feel like they're not gonna be overall the quality of talent. I don't think it's gonna be as widespread and deep as it was last year, bro. Mm. That, I'm calling that right now, and I'm only saying because like you might hear the names more because you had three quarterbacks back to back top three and then you had five quarterbacks in the top 15 and you know quarterbacks america loves quarterbacks so you're going to hear that those names over and over and over and over um but i just don't feel like you're going to get the crazy contributions you got from the rookies last year from all over the place you know undrafted six round picks third round picks making impact so but ask me man what do i know I mean, it's just, <laughs> my name is just gabe you know um 2021 if you haven't go watch invincible on amazon prime that shit's awesome Man, we, we have to put some respect on your you name. Put some respect come on. on my fucking name. That's right, man. <laughs> this man is the 20, Shout out, come on. 20 Pick'em's champ in the building. Pick'em's champ, sleeper champ. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just know. The universe knows to tell me to tell you. I'm just a messenger of the football guys, okay? That's all it is. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else to say? No, nah, man. I mean, no, I, I, I don't mean that this was... This is what it was, so. <laughs> it is what it is. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, I guess we could. Uh, we can just sign out. All right, man. Well, I guess uh, we see y'all, I don't know, before next big fight probably, right? Yeah, next big fight again. All right. Shout out to the Rams for uh, about to go three and <laughs> 14. <laughs> Basement, baby. Peace. Peace.